Hello, everybody. Welcome to WRDG. We're going to take you up to our FCC Channel 3 News. Already in progress. And... Boy, uh... Boy, we done pretty good, and <clears throat> and there's your notes. And, and we're going to give your news to you. There's your news. And we're gonna make make sure you have your news. And we're trying. There's your news. There's your news already in progress. Into the garage. That's a tradition that dates back to, to the 1800s. A lot easier back then. It was a little wagon with a couple pumps on it. Uh, a little bit different now. It, it was a full party, though. They had uh, free food, a bounce house for the kids. The chief, Kimberly Duty, shared her favorite part of the new facility, which was the 40-foot-tall flagpole. You know, we were kind of stuck where we were, and there wasn't a whole lot of growth that we could do. Um, the guys had heart. It was just that, you know, you had to move this in order to get out, and we were kind of, kind of cramped. To them, it's a new home. Chief Duty said to pull into the lot and see the American flag up there on that flagpole at the new station will really mean something. Fire station is much larger than the last one. They have a gym for the firefighters to work out, as well as a number of new bathrooms and showers. Just an all-new thing. As e-scooters start to become a more common mode of transportation, one city in our region is getting ahead on public safety with how they'll operate. And also, some potential fines if the riders don't follow the rules. Okay, now we're back. River Day is coming up. Uh, next month will be the last day of this month. And 
it'd be, uh, I think, Friday. When the time comes, we make sure of it. And we're going to have the Jerry, late Jerry Lewis telephone on Labor Day weekend. And we're going to have Kevin Hart uh, he's a median and uh, he's going to air your news back. Electric scooters will operate in the city. In that hour plus, most of the conversation focused on safety. But at the end of the night, two amendments passed. The first concerns e-scooter companies operating in the city if a company does want to come to charleston they'll have to go through the city and get a memorandum of understanding as well as city council approval the second will require scooters to have a rear light so the drivers can see them at night and if they violate that the rider could face a fine of anywhere from 100 to 300 dollars Two local novelists headlined a monthly event in Huntington tonight known as Writers Can Read. Brianna Butler from Gallia County read from her paranormal mystery book, Wrong Side of the Grave. She says this is the first in her Mothman series. Casey Vaughn from Milton read from her book, House of Eclipses. It's the first book in a young adult fantasy duology. The award-winning author said the story is loosely based on Egyptian mythology and lore. Both authors were just really glad to have the chance to hang out with the people who read their books. I really enjoy um, the writing. Uh, I love being so creative and building these new worlds and sharing that with my readers. It's so exciting because we work so hard. And so when we see the finished product and people enjoying it, just, you know, that sort of like gives our, our dreams wings. Butler and Bond say that books, their books are available either online or in retail stores. The event ended with an open mic session free to the public. Rain-soaked ground causing problems overnight last night and today. But uh, look at this. This is Campbell's Creek Drive, just east of Charleston. A mudslide closing down the road, knocking out power for some people. This was today. This, we told you what happened last night. Well, now they're dealing with this. Trees and mud coming down the hill. Uh, another tree was about to fall, so the crew said uh, it looks worse. We asked 911 dispatchers and the crews on the scene when that road might reopen. They told us all they know is that it's going to be closed for a while. And there's no telling. I mean, because the, the, there, and this is something, again, that we're starting to see more of these hillsides because a lot of roads are built in between these hills that go like that, especially when you're talking about haulers. And now it's going to come down. This reminds me of 2004. We had back-to-back -back hurricanes pass, Ivan and Francis, and the U.S. Geological Survey issued an un unprecedented landslide watch for our area. Now, that was too hard. California. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. And when you get 14 inches of rain in the Canal Valley yeah. over six weeks, you're, uh, you know, you're, you're fair game yeah. for something to happen yeah. if another forceful rain comes in. Let's take you to your first forecast. Fingers crossed it's not a forceful afternoon shower thunder pattern tomorrow. We'll start in the 60s, patchy fog, 72 lunch hour. End of the day, between, say, let's say 2 and 6, 7, 8 o'clock, a shower, thunder showers coming in this direction from east to west. Ordinarily, it comes from west to east, but that's how unusual this weather pattern is. We're watching 
the mountains to spew some showers to the west tomorrow. But top of the hour, mid and upper 60s, just a breath of wind, so over a damp ground as temperatures get close to the saturation point. Some packy fog will be had tomorrow morning. But the rains are all but gone right now out of the mountain state of West Virginia. The last showers are on the West Virginia-Virginia border, heading from the Greenbrier over toward the homestead. And that means things are settling down for the overnight hours. So you might think with high pressure building in, this big red area is going to supply us with fair weather tomorrow, keeping the showers at bay off to the east, and keeping showers from the Mississippi-Missouri Valley off to the west. But our future cast says, and this is the artificial intelligence, the mathematics we put into our computer models, whereas we're quiet tomorrow morning to start already, Lewisburg up toward around Canaan Valley, a couple showers spotting up. And by the time you, time you join Drew at the lunch hour, note how those showers are trying to back in Cherry River Valley, Spring Creek, over to parts of the Canal and the Guyandot Valleys. And as we get to the heat of the afternoon, near 80 degrees, those showers and thunder showers could have a quick downpour yeah. coming in. So we'll just have to keep a close eye on the radar. Things would settle down tomorrow evening. Atmosphere would reload. By the time we get to Wednesday, it looks like the shower and thunder pattern will be mainly in the eastern mountains of West Virginia. So if that went by too fast, here's your state-to-state forecast around the horn. So patchy fog to start, low 60s in the Buckeye State. 10 in the morning, upper 60s, traveling the famous country music highway. The fog will have burned away by this time. As we get to the lunch hour, already we're watching Green, Beckley, Bluefield, Grandview over toward Watoga and toward Sandstone Falls in the Greenbrier for a shower spotting up. And by mid and late afternoon, that shower risk and thunder risk is coming in from east to west. First into the mountains, Kanawha Valley, and eventually we'll see how far west it goes. Does it make the Kanawha or does it make the Ohio and Big Sandy Valley? We'll watch radar tomorrow afternoon. So fair and comfy overnight, a light breeze, patchy fog, 62. Your forecast tomorrow. Now, construction workers, I would plan on a full day's pay, but we'll watch the east for the possibility of a late day delay from a shower or a thunder squall. Late day temperature at 78 degrees. Wednesday, it looks like the shower thunder pattern may be eastern mountains. We'll just call it partly cloudy, high 78, chance of a shower. And Wednesday night, we kick in with Summerfest on the Indian Mountain of South Charleston, heading into the upcoming weekend when Hillbilly Days, West Virginia style, joins the fun with our old buddy Jack Browning. Temperatures will be in the low 80s on Thursday, mid-80s by Friday. That means for the opening of the Ohio and Kentucky football mm-hmm. season, it'll be a summer time. And it will be summery over the weekend. Yeah. Might there be a shower, thunder shower over the weekend? We'll just have to keep our eyes. Uh, my, my money's on it, <laughs> definitely, if I was a gambling man. Maybe. Two out of three ain't bad. All right, hey, thanks. And we'll be right back. Okay, load of eight, six, three, five. Six, seven, seven, three, nine, zero, five. Well, I can't get dressed out of this the NXT or WKY. And, and we make sure you have your news here at the studio and, uh, and the and we make sure you have your news and make sure you do it and uh, and uh, we make sure you have your news and. 
and catch live local streaming TV free at viewit.com or on the viewit app stream content from your favorite stations here and across the country plus watch exclusive events and original programming all in one place from your favorite device Keep up to date with what's happening in your community with news, weather, prep sports, and more. In today's Living Right, here's what you should do to up your workout routine. Search View It in your app store and download for free today. Okay. And, and we're going to... We're going to... We're going to uh, another weather and uh, and uh, we're going to Tony Cavalier. Again, and we're going to Tony Cavalier one more time, and and we'll keep my word, and we're going to make sure you have your nose, and. Here's your news. We're looking for uh, construction and demolition debris. Uh, if a house or an outbuilding has been destroyed, uh, electronic items that were destroyed, computers, televisions, that sort of thing. Hoping to make new memories. And we're live in Perry County, Dakota Makris, WSAZ News Channel 3. All right, Tony, and to check the forecast, and you're, you're describing what we went through last night in Kanawha County as kind of like a mini version of what was experienced two weeks ago. Without the death, but certainly the destruction at a yeah. very small scale. And symbolic of what went on in Ripley, right. we had in Huntington, <laughs> right? This has been, in that regard, uh, in my 30 years, yeah. unprecedented summer. Yeah, summer will never forget. Uh, let's take you to our <clears throat> pleasant Pikeville Medical Center weather camp down in the big Sandy Valley, where Couple patches of fog are already forming. I suspect we have some dense fog traveling the country music highway first thing in the morning. Overall, it is a taste of September as advertised, but you know what? These pesky afternoon showers have to be respected. Again, not coming in from west to east as per normal, but in this case, they're coming in from east to west. It's really an unusual weather pattern. We'll show you why. But still, most of the time, it's dry construction workers. If it is the rain, you're looking at after three or four o'clock late day temperature in the upper 70s. Speaking of 70, that's where we're parked out in much of the West Virginia and Kentucky coal field. Humidity's on the upswing, so per usual, August into September, we'll wind up with some patchy dense fog tomorrow morning. Right now, cool spot, City Park and Gallup Police at 64 degrees, even cooler except over toward Richwood at 60 near the Four Seasons Lodge. Here's your Doppler radar showing a nice clean sweep locally, but over into the eastern mountains, exiting Pocahontas and Greenbrier County, 
heading toward the homestead. That would be the Old Dominion of Virginia. Showers are crossing the West Virginia and Virginia line. Back to the west, though, again, nice area of fair weather coming in. And you would think this hot pressure would give us a beautiful day tomorrow and Wednesday. So is it a pot of gold or is it fool's gold? In this case, there's a whirlpool off the east coast, and there's moisture that's coming down from the Missouri Valley and the Mississippi. So is it a sweet spot or is it fool's gold? Let's use the future cast to referee on that. Quiet tomorrow morning, then watch coming in from an unusual direction as the heat of afternoon occurs, at least as far west as the Spring Creek through Rome County, and perhaps over to the Mill Creek in Jackson County. Showers and thunder showers will try to form them back in from west to east. East to west, I should say. An unusual pattern. Things settle down tomorrow night. As that whirlpool off the east coast kicks one last spoke of energy our way, might there be a shower, thunder shower Wednesday afternoon? A little farther to the east. In other words, into the mountains would be the most likely time and place. Here we are with patchy fog tomorrow morning, starting out in the low 60s in the Buckeye State. By 10 in the morning, about mid and upper 60s as the sun is breaking sheepishly through the clouds. Now we'll go partly sunny midday. Any shower at the lunch hour is east. Beckley, Grandview, and heading toward... The green bar, and then as we get to the late afternoon hours, again that spoke of moisture coming in from the east, traveling to the west, will re reach at least the spring and the Mill Creek, and perhaps even the Ohio River Valley. But this will be four or five o'clock construction workers' landscape, or so. My suspicion is it's a full day's tight, upper 70s to around 80 for your high temperature. So fair, comfy overnight. A breath of wind will prevent widespread dense fog, but there will be patches of dense fog of 62. Your forecast on Tuesday, mixture of clouds and sunshine, a cozy day, comfortably warm. Scattered shower, thunder shower coming in from the east by the end of the day. High temperature at 78 degrees. 78 on Wednesday under partly cloudy skies. Again, chance of a shower, more points east. And then we'll dry out in time for Thursday and Friday as we begin West Virginia Hillbilly Days and the Indian Mountain South Charleston hosting, of course, Summerfest. Daytime highs at the end of the week. 90 is off the board probably until September and maybe even thereafter. As much water is in the ground, it will be hard to muster more than a mid or upper 80s degree temperature. Right now, we do have Friday at 85 degrees before logging the levee kicks in. Even without the heat, the humidity, you could really feel that today. That's the moisture in the ground evaporating and making you feel more super tired. Right. Okay, now we're back. Thanks, Tony. And uh, and we're going to uh, take you to another one. And, and, uh, and we're trying I'm sorry, I'm trying to read something here and uh, and
at the same time. I'm going to ask her what the weather is for tomorrow and Wednesday. And I'm going to do it. What's the weather for Portofolio? It's 66 degrees and clear in Portsmouth. Okay. I asked her what's for Tuesday. And... And... What's the weather for Tuesday at Portofolio? Tuesday's forecast for Columbus is 78 degrees and partly cloudy. Not thank you for Columbus. That's in the Columbus. Cloudy. And I'm gonna ask again yeah, we see a little bit of showers and I don't it's in <coughs> Portsmouth and And we're going to we're going to have what's the weather for Tuesday in Portsmouth. It's 66 degrees and clear in Portsmouth. Okay. I asked her again. And What's the weather for tomorrow at Portland Fire? What's the weather for tomorrow at Portofolio? Tomorrow's forecast for Portsmouth is 79 degrees and partly cloudy. Okay, we would accept that.
Master again. What's the weather for Wednesday at Portofoa, Ohio? Wednesday's forecast for Portsmouth is 80 degrees and partly cloudy. Okay, we will accept that. And... And... We're going to try to get Kevin Hart uh, and the we're going to get you we got a little bit more news Wes Cortana Wes here at the studio and and I want to ask for I want to ask them show a little bit of clip uh, 2021 20, at 
Liberate Delphon. And and we're going to do that for you. And to tell go to twenty. Twenty one. I'm going again. Go to twenty one. Well, we and we're trying. <laughs> 